welcome, beautiful, to the Creating Change podcast with Emma Bradford. Creating change to fall back in love with ourselves and life. Each episode, I'll be offering insightful stories, concepts, and practical takeaways to inspire your day, reconnecting to the authentic essence within. Are you ready, lovely, to embrace yourself even more and awaken to the magic life has to offer? Let's dive into today's episode. Hello and welcome to Creating Change with Emma Bradford. I'm your host, Emma, and I'm so excited to be here. This podcast has been a long time coming. It's been many, many years that I've been hearing students and different people following my work saying, when are you going to have a podcast? You should have a podcast. I could listen to your voice all day. You have such a soothing voice. You should have a podcast. I kept on hearing those messages and now finally... I have a podcast and I'm really happy to be here. And so this episode is part one of the introduction and the next episode is part two. So this is all about my history. I mean, obviously as brief as I can make it because these podcast episodes will be little bite-sized episodes. So my history and then the next episode will be more about what I'm currently doing. So what I'm explaining in today's episode is not necessarily what I'm doing now. The next episode is is talking about that. Though it's important to talk about what I'm going to cover in today's episode because this is the foundation. This is what started everything. So it's important to, to talk about this. And those of you who've been following my social media and who were signed up to my newsletter, you would have heard me talk about how there's a funny little synchronicity in terms of making this podcast and it was just confirmation that I I feel like I'm on the right track starting this. Some people call these coincidences, I call them synchronicities. There's so much magic in life which is wonderful. So many many years ago when I was a teenager at school I had many different dreams I wanted to do different professions related to design related to architecture related to interiors related to art I'm a very creative person and I had one other dream one random dream that was actually to host my own radio show to actually have a show on the radio and to be able to communicate and talk and also share music and I mean obviously this podcast would not be about sharing music I'll be talking and sharing stories though the idea of transmitting and communicating and and being on a show was something that I found quite exciting and that I wanted to do now when I told my friend at school I told a friend that I had at the time and she found it hilarious that she laughed so much (laughs) She found it so funny that someone so introverted, quietly spoken, would want to be on the radio. She she just couldn't understand it. Anyway, I was quite taken aback by that and I just pushed the idea to one side. And here I am, many years later, launching my own podcast. 
And I'm just marveling at the the beauty and life cycles and how looking back, like I can see how far I've come and how we're able to rewrite stories and and create new opportunities for ourselves just by like what we choose to do in our lives. So I'm just, yeah, I just find that really beautiful to witness. Now, there's a funny thing related to all of this because I knew that I was going to start a podcast and I needed someone to help edit audios because I have a lot of different commitments. And even though I know how to edit audios, this was not something that I wanted to spend my time doing. So I needed to find someone to help and I found a professional to to do that. Now, after deciding, okay, this person will be the person for the job and they can help and I'm happy with with how everything is going a few days later their name didn't really register for me in the beginning but then a few days later I was looking at their email address and their name and I saw their name and their name was made up of two different names put together and these two names were both people that I liked at school were both names of people that I fancied at school put together So out of all the people in the whole wide world that I could get to edit this podcast and to realize this dream of what that I had as a child, having my own show, I get someone whose name is made up of two people that I liked at school. (laughs) So when I saw that, I just felt, okay, I'm on the right track. Everything is working out exactly as it needs to. And for me, that was just another beautiful synchronicity in life. So many, many years ago, I was living and working in London. And in London, I was very bent out and stressed. I was working for a company there and I needed a complete change. So after a relationship breakup, I quit my job, moved to Barcelona. I'm from the UK originally. And I moved to Barcelona and had a complete reset at all levels, career, love life, (laughs) health, well-being, lifestyle, language, everything at all levels, all levels. There was so much change at all levels. And because there was so much change and because of the stories I was creating in my mind about the change, there was a lot of fear of the uncertainty then there was a lot of anxiety arising at that time. And I was also starting to become aware of the subtler side of life. I was starting to become a bit more aware of my sensitivity and paying attention to emotions and starting to explore a little bit internally. And it was almost like opening up this box of all these emotions that I've been suppressing throughout all my childhood I started to open that up and it was very overwhelming in the beginning I was experiencing a lot of anxiety and a lot of panic attacks I had weekly panic attacks and it was something that was not fun those of you who have experienced panic attacks you you will understand the the feeling of life and death that can arise from that and it was something that I found very, very challenging. It got to the point where I was 
even like just going to the shops to buy food was just too much. There was too much. It's complete overwhelm on all levels. That was actually what led me to learn NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. So it's all about the codification of why we do what we do and how we do what we do and how to create changes at an unconscious level. I, I see it somewhere in the in the middle of between coaching, regular coaching and hypnosis. NLP sometimes lies in between the two. And I had no intention of teaching NLP. I had no intention of teaching it, though I did the training for myself to help overcome the anxiety and panic attacks. And then it got to about halfway through the the training and it was almost like a light bulb went off I suddenly realized like how simple and effective these tools were and how I had been the one influencing my emotional state I had no idea until at that point and then I suddenly realized wow I I was actually enhancing a lot of my emotional state and I was actually creating these panic attacks and I could actually reverse that and I could change that. So it was thanks to NLP, thanks to acupuncture and thanks to cutting out caffeine completely that I was able to let go of weekly panic attacks and let go of that for good. Now, this is not to say that I don't ever experience a little bit of anxiety. Yes, there are times that I do, though I feel that my relationship with anxiety has completely shifted. Now I understand how I'm contributing to it and how I can reduce it. I feel like I have this this wonderful toolkit that I can use. So one thing led on to another and I ended up becoming a trainer in NLP and I spent many years teaching and doing trainings, teaching people to become practitioners and holding workshops and doing one-on-one sessions. I really enjoyed my job and I really enjoyed working with other people and really helping them to reconnect to their true self within. Yet something was missing. Something was missing. I was, I knew that there was, this was not everything that I was going to do in my life. This was not everything that I was going to teach. So the first few years of NLP was more about lots of goal setting, boosting emotional state. It was very kind of go, 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 do, 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 lots of like high power um, energy states. And so if you think of Tony Robbins, (laughs) that was the kind of style that I was learning from in the beginning and like watching different videos and things. I had some really awesome teachers as well who were very much using NLP in a very holistic, wholehearted way, which was great. Though the way that I was seeing it being used with other people in the industry and also like the the whole industry as a whole, the whole coaching industry, there were things I liked and things I didn't like. And... After a very profound experience in Menorca, I started to see the light and shadow within everything, within the whole industry. There were things I liked and things that I 
I saw, oh, this is something that we can we can work on as a whole. This is something that coaches actually need to improve. There, there's a lot of gifts and support and wonderful things that we offer, but then also there can be a lot of pressure and a lot of unnecessary focus on always needing to be happy or always needing to to be in a certain way or, or create a new you and I don't really buy into that I've, I've I don't believe that we need to fix ourselves I don't believe we need to become a new person I feel it's more about reconnecting to who we truly are within and that's what resonates more Anyway, I had a really powerful experience in Menorca that, that shifted everything. Like it flipped my whole life upside down and I suddenly started relating to NLP and the whole coaching world in a very different way. So I went to Menorca. Menorca is a beautiful island. Those of you who know it will, will know what I'm talking about. It's one of my favorite places on the planet crystal clear turquoise waters, beautiful beaches, lots of pine forests and little pathways and little coves, like hidden places that you can discover. So beautiful. So I was there and I met someone and I thought that this person was going to be the love of my life. I thought this person was the person that I was going to marry and that was it. Everything would be sorted. And uh, that couldn't have been further from the truth. <laughs> so what happened is that when I was thinking of this person, I was on the beach and I saw this beautiful sparkling grey stone. It's like really shiny and sparkling, almost as if it had glitter in it. And I went to pick up the stone because I was thinking of this person and I thought, oh, I'm going to pick it up and give it to them as a present next time I see them. And the wave from the sea came and washed it away completely and I was so annoyed <laughs> that I was literally like oh this stone that I wanted to pick up has completely disappeared though just about a foot away from where that stone used to be there was another stone that caught my eye and this other stone was this beautiful white stone and in the middle was a grey heart so it was a white stone, and in the middle was this grey heart. It was like two different types of rock that be melded together, and it was incredible. This grey heart in the middle of a white stone. Now, me seeing a stone with a heart and me thinking of that person, I thought, okay, that's a sign from the universe that I'm going to get married. <laughs> I'm going to get married to this person, and this, everything's wonderful. Though there was a much, much deeper meaning. Life is so beautiful. There, there's so many hidden messages. And if we open up our eyes to these messages and these experiences with open curiosity, without expectation, but just open curiosity of what can unfold, then we can be amazed by, by, by all the different uh, gifts that can come our way. So I picked up this stone that had the, the grey heart in it and I went to go and see that person 
And I soon realized, like we both realized that, no, this is not going to be a relationship. This is not not what neither of us want. And on that same trip, I was on the beach one day and I saw a little boy slip over by the showers on the beach and his father came to pick him up and wrapped him up in this big towel. And his father didn't say anything at first. The boy was crying, he was hurting, he was in pain, he had a bruised leg. And his father was literally just holding him, complete presence, complete presence, wrapping him up in this big, big fluffy towel. And he was just breathing, just inhale, exhale, just breathing, breathing and holding his child. And when I saw that in front of me, it was almost as if this light bulb went off. And I suddenly realized the meaning of the whole trip and I realized the meaning of that stone and everything was about embracing the shadow, embracing those darker aspects of ourselves, embracing those emotions, embracing those challenges, embracing those things that we find painful, just breathing into it, being present and embracing that with tenderness rather than avoiding it. And I realized, it's almost as if this big veil had been lifted and I realized to a much, much deeper level how much I had been suppressing all my life emotionally. So it was a really beautiful experience because I suddenly realized the meaning of that stone and that whole experience, that whole trip was to lift a veil, lift a veil and open me up to the awareness of the light and shadow in life and how the two are so interlinked and that within the shadow, there are gifts. Within the shadow, there, there are wonderful learnings and insights because after the father was holding his son, I then later heard him say to his son, just one sentence, and all he said was, what did you learn here for next time? And that whole experience, witnessing that in front of me was such a gift because I was given this experience, this example of how I could actually tend to those parts within myself. So whenever certain emotions arise, I can literally just inhale exhale, be present with that, and then ask myself what the insight is, what the learning is, what I can gain from that, from that insight, like just looking at it and, and seeing emotions as messengers. So that completely shifted how I was working, how I was teaching NLP and how I saw everything within the coaching industry. And, and I was very close to quitting at one point because I started to see the light and shadow and everything. And I was seeing a lot of aspects that I didn't like in the industry. A lot of pushy sales, a lot of pointing out faults and pain points. And I didn't really like that. That just didn't resonate with me. 
so I started to question everything and then I realized that it's not about, it doesn't really help if I step away from something that I enjoy. It's more about just doing it in a way that's aligned for me and working with people that that, that resonates for. Like there's, there's been so many wonderful students and, and meetup members and people following my work over the last 10 years. It's, it's been incredible. And I'm so blessed and so grateful for each and every one of those people that have been continuing to show up for themselves and also turning up to the the workshops and the classes and the trainings and and joining on this journey with me also. So that's a little bit about where I've come. <laughs> so there's much more obviously, but that's what I will talk about in this episode. And then the next episode will be part two and I'll talk about how that continues even further. And I started to blend creative arts and dance with NLP. So stay tuned and I'll see you in the next episode. Wishing you lots of love. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, beautiful. You're amazing. All resources and links can be found on my website, www.emmabradford.net. Link is in the show description. Do come and join my community and share your takeaways from this episode. I'd really love to hear. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Until next time, I wonder, what magic will you experience in life today?